Welcome to Bowlers Moms Podcast with Nad and T talking about all things football, the good, the bad and the ugly. From a mum's perspective, whether you're single, married and everything in between. You ready girl? Yes girl. Let's get to it. Woo! Welcome back, guys. Welcome back to Ballers Mums, episode three. Today, we're going to be talking about our first experiences with parents. So how are you doing, Nad? Oh, well, I've had COVID-19 and, you know, it's took me out, but I'm back. I'm ready, ready to start recording again and sharing our experiences. So, yeah, exciting. Let's go. Yeah, so if you can hear that Nadia's voice is a bit funny it's because we're literally doing it um online we are recording online i'm in one town and she's in another town so (laughs) (laughs) that's why it's sounding different guys yeah so sorry about that but probably next time we'll be recording together we'll see but we're making sure we get our content out to you because you're that important we have to make sure we get to our baller community and that right now percent, and we've been asked can we have a podcast a day <laughs> so. yeah yeah so this podcast has been um requested by one of our followers who in um engaged on instagram when we asked what we you would like us to talk about and one of them was parent politics wasn't it or parent experiences parent experiences yeah, yeah. so well, we're just gonna it's, it's gonna be a few podcasts probably about parents but this first one is literally just our first experience or um experiences with parents in our football journey whether that's at grassroots academies because remember i've been at four academies how many you been at nad uh three three academies and plus I've I've got grassroots as well so for me um at grassroots I got on with the parents to be fair um there wasn't really women if I think about it there wasn't really that many women it was more men but I am I'm cool with with you know chatting to the man there but to be fair I usually really just stayed on my on by myself um yeah until like with my middle son his coach was calling and he became a friend of ours so um a lot of the times I would just be stood with him having a chat yeah, and, yeah. and or just shouting <laughs> shouting from the sidelines um <laughs> yeah literally just shouting from the sidelines I was proper loud I must admit I wasn't loud and I was very vocal um and the parents were cool we all we were all kind of the same but I don't think I formed any friendships with any of the grassroots parents and I didn't really have it in my head too either um yeah and when it came to any of the the academies that I went to too I actually didn't even think about other parents if I'm honest yeah I literally did not think about there's going to be a bunch of people that I don't know that could be looking at me sideways because I'm the new girl on the block (laughs) (laughs) yeah because that's what it's like Of course, of course. Anywhere you go, it's that kind of, not even being a little bit slightly anxious, I suppose, to think, oh, what this is a new territory. Never really been in there before. Yeah, because there's people Um, that have been there for ages and they all know each other. There could be little clicks. Do you know what I mean? You just don't know what you're walking into. But I was so naive to it that I actually didn't think about it. My actual thinking was more about... How am I going to cope with my disability? That's all I was focused yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. And to Which be honest, sense. when I started, I suffered with a lot of anxiety because of I have um, visual impairment as well. So back then, my vision yeah. was so bad that I can't even. I couldn't even see like. And sometimes now it still happens. Um, I can't see like the detail on people's faces. So I couldn't see their eyes or their nose or their mouth. I literally could just see the outline. So yeah. I didn't really look at people in their face. Um, if somebody was like facing towards me, I wouldn't know if they were looking at me or smiling at me. So that made me really anxious. And of course so it would. 
It would. Yeah, it was actually really horrible. So for me, I literally went straight into the waiting room or the canteen area and I would sit down on my iPad and I would be doing my illustrating or I would be listening to maybe a podcast or listening to music. Um, I never went out on the balcony to watch the game. So I literally knew no parents from Trayvon's age group. Yeah. Gavin would do that. Gavin would go out on the balcony. I would literally sit there the whole time. (laughs) Yeah, I'd sit there the whole time. And then when it was finished, he'd come and get me and we'd go down to the car. And that was it. And that's how it was literally up until the whole COVID thing happened and then it got called off and we had to be at home. And then when we were coming oh. back and we went to that outside place where they were playing football outside. Do you remember uh, that place? Of course, yeah. Forgot about that. Yeah. That was <laughs> See, the so first time. Yeah. That's the first time I experienced the parents. And I must say, it wasn't great. <laughs> oh, it actually wasn't great because... I would have to, because of my disability, I had to sit in the car. I remember back then, only one parent could stand on the sidelines. Do you remember? Because of the whole... Yeah, um, I do remember. Rules. I actually remember looking over, because um, you used to park the car right where they were playing on the, on the pitch. And yeah. um, I remember I came the one the one day and the rain was horrific. And I just remember looking at you thinking, yep, she's in her car, yeah. nice and dry, and I'm standing here getting tired. Yeah. So yeah. I actually do have a, I do recall you sitting in, the, um, sitting in the car park on the other side watching yeah. through your car. I do remember that, yeah. It didn't start off like that, though, because I was actually in the car park at first. I didn't even know about that side. No one told me. Yeah, about because that I think actually, after. you know what? No, the day I come, the day because Jaden used to bring him because it was too much of a faff. I mean, Jace would just be horrific there. It was the once I took him and I said I'm never bringing him to here again. It's too much open space. Mm. So I remember um, you were in the normal car park and then you drove right because I was like, where, where have they gone? And then I noticed then you were in, and a few other parents then followed you and did that. Yeah, yeah I do remember. Yeah, because I couldn't see. Obviously, I had the visual impairment. So I'd be in the car park yeah. and I couldn't see nothing. And again, you know, like the last um, conversation where I felt alone and depressed, yeah, yeah. the same thing was happening. But I was there. But I'd be sat in the car on my own. Gavin was obviously yeah. on the sideline with the rest of the parents. Now, I'm going to keep it real. Our marriage wasn't great. Our relationship wasn't great at the time. We yeah. were going through some stuff. And obviously I was dealing with anxiety and depression. So we were going through some stuff. Yeah. And literally like the whole journey, we wouldn't be talking in the car. And then I'd be sat in the car watching the game while he's on the sideline chatting to the parents, having a laugh. And I had to pull yeah. him up on it at one point because I was just like, even if it's kosher to other parents they might look at that as if like how oh, comes what's going on there? he's there yeah. and his wife is over there on her own you should be with me you should be stood next to me next to the car or sat with me in the car and I it did get me upset um of course it would and I thought I'm gonna test this out in it because I'm just like okay people will yeah. chat to you and they're comfortable to chat to you as my husband will they chat to me so I remember you were stood with her one day <laughs> Yeah, and I decided in myself to come up to you guys and see if you guys would chat to me in it. <laughs> and I stood there, and the back was towards me. You see, you guys, you both of you said hello to me. Oh, jo- yeah, I actually remember this day because you walked over and said to the steward, because of your vision, you couldn't see. Can I go around there? Yeah. And I was a bit like feeling, as my mum would call it, a bit cute. I was like, oh. I don't know. Like, I felt awkward, bad. And I, I sensed that. I was just like, okay. So because I just didn't know what to don't do. Don't want myself. to chat to me. And I just thought, you know what? I'm just going to go sit by myself. So. I was just like. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I remember that. Yeah, I just yeah, thought no, that you I, two. I, I, I'm gonna be honest now. That I thought day. you two were a bit clicky. <laughs> I just thought you two had your little click, fair. and you didn't. Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, yeah, no. To be fair, um, and I suppose this is this is where my kind of thing comes into it now like when I again like yourself I never really thought about parents or other people to be honest I thought it was just gonna be me and my little bubble and junior on the pitch I, it, literally it's weird yeah. because I didn't think of going to, and 
even having friendships. Um, yeah. But I'm the type of person, I'm quite shy anyway. I'm really introverted, so I would just go and sit on my own. But, you know, I was a bit, like, um, annoyed that certain parents would engage with my husband but wouldn't engage with me, and that really annoyed me because yeah. it's like, why would you engage with one parent and not the other parent? Although my husband is, like... He, he he gets on with anyone. <laughs> he yeah, gets I'd on say with. He's quite a social butterfly. He I'd is a social butterfly. a social butterfly. He is, yeah. But I'm the type of person like if you can chat to my husband, you can chat to me in it. So, in that sense, that kind of annoyed me. Um, but that was like right at the beginning um, when I'd like first go into different academies. Obviously, he yeah. would be in uh, academies a lot longer before I turned up. So he would form his own like uh, relationships. And then I would come in, yeah. yeah, so he would chat to people and he'd know people. And obviously, I don't know anyone. I'm walking in there and I... Like the new girl? Like the <laughs> new girl, yeah. And you'd think, you'd think that I could just join in with whoever he was chatting to, but it didn't really work out that way. Um, So, yeah, that was really my main thing. And I just, I don't know, I think academies can be quite cold, when you first turn up and I think that's somewhere where academies could probably improve um when it comes to like parents and stuff because it can be very intimidating if I'm honest of course from a woman's point of course from a woman's perspective as well because it's a very male dominated sport men know what they're talking about when it comes to football and Mm. for a a, a mom to go in and you know a woman Mm. It, can, it definitely can be intimidating and I really wish that, you know, I've had both positive and negative off parents and just the the whole, you know, sense of, like, feeling, actually, am, I, am I okay to be here? Yeah. Because you walk into a, a place and it's just full of males. That was really off-putting for me because mm. I was, even though I do come from a very male-dominated family, I felt... I've got nothing in common with these people when actually I really did because we were parents of our our boys that are playing football. So my first time when I went there on my own because Jaden used to do a lot of it, um, when I used to go, when I first went on my own, I felt about as big as an ant because Mm -hmm. I was just surrounded by men and I was like this, although I'm I've been brought up in a very male-dominated family. Mm. I was like, I don't know any of these. And they're all talking to each other. And they all know each other because their yeah. sons play football. I yeah. don't know what bloody offside means. And, you know, all of them kind of things yeah. were, like, playing yeah. through my mind. And I was just like, wow. Then I met, which I know she listens to our podcast, a lovely, lovely woman um, who had a little... A little a, a, the boy that was in the academy with Junior. Mm. Um, and a little girl the same age as Jace or a year older. Mm. Now, I warmed to her straight away yeah. completely because we had something in common. Yeah. She had a lovely vibe around her, a lovely aura. Like, everything about her was beautiful. And our children, if I brought Jay, she would help me out so much and I'd help her out with her little girl mm. and the children would play. Um, we'd sit in the canteen, have a coffee before we'd go in. Um, that's like that was one of my say real like closest friendships like there to start with just because there was no other females or the females that were there were you under say uh, seven parents at the time they already had their bonds yeah. and you know their their children didn't play with Junior or if you played with them they'd, they'd, they'd say hello and they'd be really you know kind and whatever mm. but I just found it very. male I just was surrounded by men and and to be honest I just felt so out of out of place I I used to like twiddle my thumbs I used to look over the balcony then I used to think what am I going to do especially if I didn't have to carry Jace with me and I was just on my own Mm. that was like ah but I never thought I'd go to football and build bonds with parents that I actually have and it's um it's really really nice I mean me and you and a few others have such a laugh at football. We do. And it, and you know what? It reflects in our children, though, because the boys really get on well and they can see us having a bit of a banter. Yeah. And yeah. they can take... they they it, it does. It reflects onto them and yeah. the energy's right. There's, there's a few off energies, which, you know, 
we'll talk about i will talk about that that will be the politics um so i won't touch on too much of that now because i don't want to erupt any volcanoes so um it's like there's just such a lovely group of parents and we all we're all there for the same reason at Mm. the end of the day we're all there to see our children flourish and grow and be ballers and we're all cheering them on and there's one mum that has got my heart of hearts and I don't even really talk to her but I absolutely love this woman the way she cheers on every single child at every game and I love her son as well he's just the best you're talking about the goalkeepers Um, mum Yes, I am. <laughs> I knew you were talking mom. about her. I love her. Yeah, she has I do. The purest she's got heart. such a beautiful aura. Oh, she, does. she is. She's amazing, and yeah. her little daughter. When Jace is there, he'll play with her. And I think he flirts with her more than anything. <laughs> Jace plays a bit hard to get with that little. Yeah, girl. he does. Because <laughs> um, he'll like look at her, and she'll look at him. Yeah. But that is, she cheers on every single child and she, she screams as loud as she can yeah she's just so lovely she and her child is just adorable yeah and it's like it, you know when you just walk up to someone you instantly smile yeah. you've got no other kind of she always has thing. a smile on her face I don't think Always I've seen she... her, apart from like when they're not playing well, she's very vocal. <laughs> oh, but yes, she still yes. has a smile on her face. She's lovely. Yeah. Or if she is not happy with the decision, yeah. she will make she'll it make known, it but known, yeah. in, in the nicest way possible. Yeah. Or she'll go, oh no. I, I just think she's amazing. Yeah. Um, and again, I've made lifelong friends with, with yourself and a, a few of us. Yeah. Um, but it's really funny. Do Did you... Find... Yeah, go on, go on. Well, no, the dads I do find a little bit harder to crack. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, when we used to have to stand on the grass, mm. I would kind of, to be honest, sometimes I'd be sitting on my own um, for a while, again, twiddling my thumbs, a bit feeling hella awkward, not mm. knowing what to do with myself. Mm. And then, um, but yeah, when I first met Gavin, um, yeah, I just felt kind of awkward, to be fair, because he was, he was so technical with his talking about football as well so mm. he would go into like depth conversations with with, with the man then that's the only way I can, I can put it yeah. and then we started talking about other little things and you know um and then I found out like you know some we you know asked where I live and then I was like oh my gosh how do you know this person I was like this world's too small and that's yeah. where I think we kind of all mellowed to each other then yeah because like, I think right, when he introduced me to now. you when he introduced me to you, it was an introduction of this is my cousin's. He knows my cousin. She knows my cousin, and she lives around the corner yeah. from my cousin. I was like, oh, okay. I, actually, I, I used to look after um, one of his cousins. Actually, yeah, I used to look after uh, her child. Yeah. So, um, and then I've been brought up around um, his cousin's partner all my life. Literally, seen me in nappies the lot embarrassing.com you know so it's quite a big connection in that sense yeah yeah they know us quite well yeah um but yeah no i found i found i found that really um really difficult but then once we kind of got that that initial awkwardness which was probably me i don't think it was any of the male parents i think it was probably just me trying to fit into their world Mm. and get a bit more technical with the talk because you don't seem that type of person though to be honest you seem like you could you feel really comfortable in any situation that's how i that's how i experienced you because you'd be talking talking to everyone i'd be like and you're quite talkative as well like you'll be smiling and laughing and joking (laughs) whereas me i'm quite introvert i'm very introverted i'm very shy i don't know whether tina that's nerves if i'm honest it could be nerves yeah and i just i just talk because i just think wow if I ain't got nothing better to do, and sometimes I'll say something in my head, I think, why did I just say that? Why did <laughs> I, I just that say too. that? Why <laughs> did I just have that moment? Did I need to mention that? Actually, no, I didn't. Yeah. But, you know, it happened. Yeah. And it, also another thing that when I used to first bring Jason, I had this other lovely parent helping me out and stuff. That was nice. But then it was back to the man then. Yeah, so going into a very male-dominated um, area, for a woman even if you're a strong woman even if you know you're an introvert there's it, it can be wow what do I do with this well how can I do this 
And I think it would be lovely at an academy for, to have a parent there who's like a spokesperson for everyone. Mm. And you can go to them. They show you the ropes, make you feel comfortable. Yeah. Because that's all it is. It's nice to feel comfortable. And if you're going to watch your child play any sport, for instance, or watch them at a school play, mm. you want to feel comfortable. So you'll, you'll enjoy their journey yeah. even more. Yeah. Um, and again, you can have good relationships at, at, at in anything, anything in life, you can have really good relationships mm. and things can change and that's okay. Yeah. Things can change. I mean, um, I must I must say you know, it is more at the beginning because you obviously we do form relationships because look at me and you and we do, we have yeah, a really good, yeah. you know, community at, at the academies that we're at. So it does form, but it's that first initial, it's like your first day at school kind yeah. of thing. It's like your first day at school. Yeah. And... and got to keep in mind it's always going to be someone's first day someone's first time coming so you know I haven't been very mindful of that before where Mm. I think now if I see someone new I think you know what I'm going to go and introduce myself because then again you need to feel comfortable Mm. you can't be feeling on edge because your child will pick up on that energy Mm. and if your child picks up on that energy they'll probably be worried about you and think, oh, is my mum okay up there or is my dad okay up there? When actually, you know, it's very important to to feel okay where you are. Mm. And you can, it can be very, it can make you very, very nervous. Um, yeah. I wonder how the boys feel when they, like, go into I an academy for the first time if they feel the same way we do. They must do, innit? They don't act like they that, though. It, it, <laughs> no, well, I know Trayvon didn't. He, he seemed well, fine. No, he just went in and played and was chatting away mm. whereas it's still it's still their first day at school it's yeah. still their first time in anything i mean you can even walk into a party and you don't know who's going to be there yeah and that's still very much first day at school feel so i think that's something to take into account massively yeah um when any parent comes to an academy did um, did jaden philosophy- did jaden go to the academy before you or were you the first parent to I was just going to get onto this. Our very first um, initial encounter with all of the academies, juniors, been at, we've always been together. So that first time we both went, I felt comfort in Jaden because I had someone to talk to. (laughs) When we're there together, he will speak with me. But if he's on his own, he has... He does want to be left in his own bubble. He doesn't want people bothering him. So how do you know? How do you? Okay, so you've got that kind of parent, and then you've got yeah. a parent who does want to be friends, but still is an introvert, so doesn't really approach people. So how yeah. does? Say I was a a parent, what mentor, whatever you want to call it. How would yeah. I deal with someone like Jaden who doesn't actually want? And how would I even know that he doesn't want that? <laughs> I think, I think, but I think that's where an initial conversation, especially if there was a parent mentor there, I would like to think, you know, they would know how to deal with a parent that just wants to be left alone. And I think you'd have to have that initial conversation and just be like, hi, are you okay? Do you need any help with anything? And I think the way Jaden would come back with that is, no, I'm fine. Yeah. And that would be his thing, as in, I don't really want to engage in any conversation. I'll be polite and I'll be respectful of you. Yeah. But, actually no i'm okay thank you just like when they come up to you at a restaurant is everything okay with your food yeah yeah, yeah, thank yeah. You, fine yeah i think that's a, a reasonable signal and a uh quite you know um not being rude in any way being quite respectful yeah of and just introducing that's trying to engage with you and just introduce yourself yeah and Hi, introducing them to other parents so that they know who's who as well because that's yeah. another thing there's loads of parents there from different age groups and i never know which parent is for what age group? Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Sometimes there's been times when, you know, at the academies I've been standing there and I've been looking, trying to guess whose parents who and thinking, are they my age group? Oh, gosh, I don't know if I should say anything, but I think I've been a bit nervous to do that because, again, you just don't know if that person wants you to engage with them. Yeah, yeah. But I must say, at the academies I've been at, you know, most parents will say, are you all right? You okay? That there is still that friendliness. Um, some might extend the conversation. So that's where it gives you that open door to have a little chat with them. Mm. Or I've had parents approach me 
and say, your little boy's lovely. What a lovely little boy he is. And I'll say, yeah, he speaks highly of ABC, you know. Um, And that's really nice to hear um, from a parent's perspective. Yeah. You know, and I think we just need to, we all need to be a bit more mindful of of each other and look at, you know, if you can see someone who you think might be a little bit vulnerable or doesn't really know where they're going. I mean, even simple as where's the toilets. Mm. I've had that question asked a few times. Yeah. Do you know where the toilets are? Yeah, if you just go down there, round there, when actually it'd be really helpful for the clubs to say, give that talk when they're coming. Yeah, um, definitely. Because I know at... And introduce, um, and introduce new parents because sometimes you just don't yeah. notice them and... Talking about myself, I'm not really one to look at people. I'm not one to to look at people because my vision is not great. So I I don't really look at people to know whether they're new or not. And it takes me a while to to, realise. Yeah, I'd have to see like three, four, five times to know, okay, you're such and such or you're such and such's mum. Oh, okay. I'm just that type of person, isn't it? So. Of course. No, then that. and that makes sense. But I just think, you know, it would be really, really helpful. Uh, and I suppose it's exactly the same in grassroots as well. Um, yeah, because parents just the keep to themselves. Line. Yeah, you just keep, you yeah, bring and, your child, and it will, and it do- you keep yeah. to yourself and then you go, You le- at the end, you you leave. And you might, and you yeah. might cross like conversations, yeah. maybe talking about the other team hurting a child or fouling or something like that. But there's not that... Um, deep conversation and i haven't experienced yeah. that anyway not not me but i'm um, if there's any um ballers mums out there who have experienced that in grassroots let us know and tell us Please your experience because everybody's Definitely. experience is different and i've only been to a handful of grassroots and a handful of you know academy so my experience might be different to yours <laughs> and exactly the same my experience is completely different to also yours tina yeah it's because i haven't done the grassroots yeah. and i don't know how i would feel going into um grassroots and especially when juniors never played for a grassroots team i probably would feel out of my comfort zone because i'm only used to academies Mm. And that's not, you know, me bigging up junior in any way. And I'm, I've got a thing for, like, I'm against grassroots. So I'm not, it's just not my thing. We've come up through a different way. Mm. Um, and I just don't, I think I just don't have the time. It wouldn't fit in with my lifestyle. Mm. Um, and obviously because of having uh, Jace as well, it, it would be a bit tricky to do grassroots and also academies. So I probably would feel totally out of my comfort zone I'd feel horrible and I know that because I would have to and that's probably where I'd start talking I'd be very nervous but I would talk loads and loads and loads and loads and loads <laughs> that nervous talk isn't it yeah. the nervous talk it is yeah. yeah um and I mean even even at grassroots I can imagine it can get very clicky yeah um because these people have grown with you know they've, they've been at the clubs for a long time and mm. But then that could be can, that could be the same at grassroots because um, I mean academies because I admit, I yeah, personally have felt a lot of clickiness um, and as well I was going to say like did you ever feel like parents were looking at you in competition like oh who's well, that yeah. who do you know what I mean because yeah cool. you know that goes because, on a lot in in um, grassroots and academies there is that competition because as well as much yeah. as it's a team playing game it's so a lot of the parents so are there if it's grassroots to get their kids scouted and if they are in an academy it's to stay in the academy and be the best their child be to the be best, the best yeah. um yeah. so you know even though you form relationships i still feel like they may not last or they may change within the journey. Have you ever experienced anything like that? Football, any sport, but football more than anything is so competitive. It's competitive on the pitch. It's competitive off the pitch, you know, and, you know, it can change relationships. If some, you know, something seemed to be changing or it can change the dynamics and it can change the dynamics with your relationships with your parents as well, Mm. which is is quite sad. It's quite sad really, Mm. but we are all human. And I suppose 
we do have that other side to us what can come out mm. due to the competitiveness mm. um but i have experienced that firsthand and it's a shame it's a real shame yeah. because you build these bonds with people um you know parents and it can crumble just because of something because of the competitiveness yeah. it can crumble yeah. and how do you deal with that how do you deal with it do you think there's a lot of like I, fake friendships you know like people being so. being friends with you for a, a certain like agenda like because <laughs> yeah, you hear that a lot don't you yeah, in different you academies lot, like you hear it a lot yeah they'd, um, they'd be like top boys and or boys that boys, are seen yeah. to be favored by say the coaches favored, and stuff yeah. and maybe a parent wants their child to be that top boy so they get close to the parent or do you know what I mean things like that and no, I do I do believe that and I you know it does happen it does everywhere happen, yeah um it does happen everywhere and sometimes it's probably not even done in a way where it's intentional it's too intentional that's it I don't think it's even done in a way to be that it's intentional but I think in relationships I suppose the fake friendship sort of thing is if we get close to you it might help elevate. So if you get close to A, it might help elevate B. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When actually everyone is very much equal. And I think that can take the fun away from the football mm. and the fun away from your parent journey. Mm. Because you are thinking, oh, is this what's going on? And it does and it does play a part in mental health. It does. Because yeah. it makes you it gets your brain thinking then, okay, is this person being true to me? Yeah. Um, or is it because they want their their child to shine over mine? Or yeah. it, and even you can feel like can I put it? And this goes back to school kind of days. You can almost feel nervous for that mm. reason. Mm. Is, are they talking about me? Or, no, are they talking about me? Or are they talking about my child? Yeah. Um, and I've heard this off a lot of people. Yeah. And that can make you feel uncomfortable. I've I've actually heard that. Academy, I've heard that, and I've heard that from new parents who have come in yeah. and like they might be talking about what they went through at grassroots so it happens on a grassroots level it happens on an academy level where other parents will talk about yeah other people's kids or just be intimidated because that child that perfect, is yeah, maybe better than their child and it's that competitive oh they might not choose my child to go through to the next level and then the cattiness yeah, comes in and the the chatting comes in but of course it does it's like it does. we still have to remember that we are all parents they are we children are. young children, children. doing yeah. what they love they're probably not even thinking about the future but the parents are thinking about the future and which I think creates that's where we, I think, yeah it, that's I think what it, creates the competitiveness yeah. and it, that kind of needs to be managed, I feel. And under it no does. circumstances should you be talking about somebody else's child or no, I don't getting jealous that, that some one child might be doing this and your child isn't or those kind of things are just it's just unnecessary. But it does it's happen broadly, it, whether it, it's grassroots yeah. or academy. Um, it really does happen. Yeah. And I think that's what takes that is what I think takes the fun it takes the happiness and it also reflects on your child if you're going to be it's almost sometimes um parents living the dream through their child mm. when actually you live in, you should be living in the moment yeah totally living in the moment we should be I living mean, in the Julia, moment regardless of everything should, in life but i think as yeah, a society we just don't like junior he might not want to play football. In the next, he might want to be a barber. Yeah. Let's face it. Yeah. Might or, want to be a basketball player. <laughs> yeah. For the moment. Yeah. Thinking of the future at, at this moment in time. Not 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 when I'm on. You know, not when I'm in an academy or at a football game. I'm just thinking about what's happening there and then. Mm. Obviously, in the long run, say when I'm sitting down at home or I'm talking to family members or anything like that, we do think about the broader right you know the wider range of what could happen with junior and his football mm. but when i'm at football in general 
Mm. I am just thinking of what game are we going to have today mm-hmm. or what kind of training is he going to do today? Mm-hmm. I'm very much for the moment. Yeah. Whereas I do think about the future, but I don't let it burden me. I don't let it bring me down. Yeah. Because I had hopes and dreams as a child. And let me tell you that I've, I'm doing something I didn't even really know I was going to do. So, so how would you deal with dreams. it? How would you deal with, say, your child was being talked about by other parents and you knew that how would you deal with it i think i would deal with it on a level where shut off from things like that because i think it's it's meaning me no good it's going to affect my mental health it's going to affect how i feel so i would actually kind of not close my ears as such because i know it can happen but i would personally myself i'd shut down and Maybe I would have to speak to. This is what this is where I think a parent mentor or a parent, you know, someone you can go to that's to affiliated with, with with the with the the grassroots or the academy that can go yeah, and speak to someone. In either in either because I think there is a duty of care there. Yeah. There's a duty of care that needs to be kept up. Yeah. So I wouldn't. I don't think it needs to go as far as you know too high up and the coaches don't really need to even know about it yeah there should be there should be someone that you can go to if if yeah there should be someone a parent mentor or you know that person that's going to greet you if you've ever got any issues you just go to them and they can give you the best advice you know they've got Mm. um to kind of let help you out because again mental health plays a massive part yeah. i wouldn't like the thought of anyone talking about my child and it can and cause you to leave as well and then and then that affects you your child's you career in it yeah so i just think it would be very valuable and on the grass even though i've never been to grassroots i think in any sports place you know because we have it at schools we, we have, have it at workplace as well yeah so why is there not Anything, anything like that in, a, in, in, in like your child's academy journey or, yeah, or grassroots, grassroots journey yeah, someone yeah. you can go to who it's who is going to be buyer but to be fair well. i can say that when in my grassroots that i've been to but this may be because the coach that i was that my son was with because i can only say it with one grassroots because the other one I didn't get yeah. that there. But the one that I was, where I was close to the coach, I could go to him and I could talk to him about anything. Um, yeah. So if you have that relationship, and obviously with grassroots, it is literally just the coach <laughs> you could talk to. Yeah, Whereas thing. there isn't that many Quite different levels in grassroots <laughs> yeah. as there is in academy. But I think there should be. I think there should be. Yeah. I really do. There should be again, an appointed, you need, yeah. You need, you need that person that's not going to be biased and not take sides either. You need that person that's just even keel. Yeah. And you tell them and they can help you. Yeah. Because, again, my thing is, if the coaches know what's going on, they're going to be watching the two children yeah. of the parents yeah. or of whatever's going on to see how their relationship is. And now if they're seeing cracks in that, it's clearly showing. Yeah. Whereas if the coaches don't know, you know. Yeah, because sometimes it has nothing to do with the kids either. It's to do with the parents. So the coaches don't need to really be involved in it. It's it's, They need somebody who can liaise with the parents and deal with the parents because it's the parents mainly that have the issues, isn't it? And also... Competitive parents. You know, and even if it is a couple... You know, because I know you can't work 24 hours a day, every day a week. That's, you know, that's never going to happen. Mm. But I think it would be very valuable as well to have a, maybe a, a different one for a couple of age groups. So, and you get used to that person, you get a trust in that person then. Mm. But they are very still much the third person. They are very biased to everything that's going on. You know how so we they have. Can see both views. Yeah. You know how we have like um, meetings every now and then regarding the kids they should development meetings that's it maybe they should have something like that with just the parents to to find out how they feel yeah whether it's to do with their child's progression or if it's to do with anything to do with the football journey yeah because things can get missed by by clubs or you know grassroots and things and that's where you start to get that you know 
because you don't want to bug them day to day on a daily basis you know you don't want to go up to them every time after a game mm. why is he doing that yeah. because they haven't got the time either and sometimes we haven't got the time yeah so to have or even an anonymous feedback form yeah simple thing you know um and i'm only saying that because i did that work today for my parents so <laughs> <laughs> an anonymous feedback form um you can so they can elevate on their practice and you know look at where they're going wrong because I guarantee anything in in these fields will be very much the same between the parents they everyone will be writing the same thing without even knowing they're writing the same yeah, things yeah that's true so I just think that would be really you know really really good and it would make sense it really would make sense you know how you um, said that you went with Jade and so it was the two of you did yeah. you feel like an equal parent when it came to, say, coaches or scouts or whoever they were, um, Ooh, when it came about talking question. to you about your child? Because for me, mm. I didn't. Right, I felt yeah. like they always went to Gavin. And, and yeah. it made me feel like, is it because I'm a woman? Do you know what? For the first... Um, junior went when he was five six seven for the first two years or one and a half years of junior being in an academy environment I never had one phone call it was always dad yeah I wouldn't even get the taxis I wouldn't get the rotor yeah I wouldn't Me get either. anything Me either. And I was, and and Jaden knows I'm naggy and I, I like to know what's going on where I am who I'm with you know yeah and I used to say to him send it me so it was him cascading it off to me all the time yeah and in the end I thought actually I need these coaches numbers yeah or I need you know the email address because I need to liaise with them as much as they need to speak to Jaden but yeah for the probably for the first year and a half Mm. I was just mom I didn't even have a name Junior's mom not personalized or nothing my name's Nadia or Nad. Yeah. You know, I don't expect you to call me Nad. But whereas Jaden was like, "All right, Jaden, you okay, Jaden? Yeah. Hello, Jaden. Yeah. So I felt like my identity was a bit stripped, and I was just mom. I thought, oh gosh, great, I'm just Junior's mom. Wow. I'm just Junior's mom, and that that identity for a parent and for a woman, um, it makes you feel less than, doesn't it? It does. It makes you feel really like... When you're oh, just as important. Am I not meant to be here? When we are... I gave birth to the child. You know what I'm saying? I we carried them for nine months. Start. Sorry, I'm going into my Jamaican. I we carried them for nine months and pushed them exactly. out with, with peeing. And you can't exactly. talk to me. <laughs> but you can speak to daddy that did something for a second, you know. It's not... It's, in, in, so, in so many respects, keep yeah, it yeah. PG, you know. Yeah. But... Um, <laughs> But it's true, and I was like, "Yeah, I definitely um, did. I definitely did feel like that, and I wanted oh, to be involved what? just as much as because even our boys want us involved. And one thing that happened for me was yeah. Gavin was sick once, so I was doing everything like bringing him to football and and all of that kind of stuff. So I thought when did that happened, that it made me think to myself: if anything happened to Gavin, God forbid. And he couldn't do this anymore or he just wasn't here, then you would have to come to me. And I wouldn't know nothing up until that point. Why don't I know anything? I should know just as much as he does. And I don't think it's Gavin's um, responsibility to tell me. I think it's the club whether it be grassroots or academy it's it's your it's your responsibility to inform both parents we are both equal of course and um even when big things happened for junior i wasn't involved i was just on the other end of the phone um so when he got offered his um pre-signing um that's what it's called, isn't it? Pre, yeah, yeah, the pre pre contract. Sorry, pre-contract, yeah. Um, Jaden took that meeting, and I felt a bit strict of that because I should have been there to feel that proudness. Yeah, the when same actually, with me. I wasn't there I either. I was on the <laughs> other end of the phone waiting for Jaden to ring because we got called for a meeting, and you know, 
Yeah. Again, like I said in the first podcast, I've never saw this as anything for Junior other than a hobby. Yeah. And I never even knew about no pre-contract. What is that? Yeah. I still don't know what that is. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I must say, like, the academy that we're at now, the one thing that really stood out for me as to why I wanted to stay at the, that academy, this academy, was mm-hmm. they took both me and Gavin and Trayvon of a tour. So it involved me. That made me feel so involved and so respected. Like I don't even think they yeah. even realised that that, and, that um, was a massive boy. tick for me. Although they haven't involved me in everything, they have. They, they do kind of now. They, it's not 100% perfect, but just doing that was amazing for me. And I never Sorry. received that from any other places. So that was big for me. On the flip side, I never, I've, we, I've never been shown around. Yeah, but that's at all. That's everywhere I've, I've, I've been. Um, I've never been, been shown around. But again, it, you, you go to places for different reasons. And yeah, yeah. My, my thing was the warmness of, of, of the current club is that the warmness of it and the family orientated. Feel yeah. the, the parents again. Yeah. The so on the flip again, side, the good group. side. Yeah. There's a lot of good that comes out of parents, of course, with the is, parents. Yeah. I mean, um, I've had parents give me football boots, give Trayvon football boots that their kids haven't even worn. Like Tra- Trayvon got like five pairs in. I think it was about five or four pairs from one parent in one <laughs> go, and I just yeah, thought that was so nice. nice. Like, they didn't have to do that. They didn't ask for no money or anything like that. And I just thought that was so amazing. I I make cakes and bring them in for parents. She does. Do you know what does. I mean? She, so she does. there yeah, is a lot of that, warmth and, and the, the, um, the your son as well. I, I still love the fact, you know, when they had that tournament and Trayvon's team yeah. lost, so he didn't get a, a medal. And, yeah. and Junior's team won and Junior came out and gave Trayvon his medal. And I'd, it melted my heart that he could yeah, and because be so loving and, and yeah. so in tune that he would care about how Trayvon felt and give him something. Because he was like, you played well, here you go. And then he did it for another child. And that shows the, and, uh, the community, not just with the parents, but also the community with the boys. With the children. And it makes sense. And it, it makes sense. And it's so important for the parents to have that community for the boys as yeah, well. It's yeah. so important for the boys to see us all comfortable. Yeah. And I'm going to keep using that word because you have to be comfortable in your environment. Yeah. Otherwise, you're not going to enjoy it. Yeah. And your children are going to notice you're not enjoying it. And I mean, again, I have had un- um, uh, so much support off the parents with, with Jace. Mm. Every parent and that's everybody that's been there. Yeah. Whether it's peekaboo, whether it's dropping me home because yeah. I've got the small child with me. Yeah. Whether it's taking you, you know, to different games and ta- stuff. Just taking yeah, and or just taking him up and down wherever. And that's again, even when I've done I haven't done grassroots, but we've done um like fun clubs, mm. um, holiday clubs. Mm. And again, the parents are fantastic yeah. in supporting me with Jace yeah. and also really helpful in dropping me home sometimes yeah yeah and you know the, the appreciation I've got for that is massive because they don't need to do that exactly they don't need to do that at all yeah but it's really helped me out yeah so there is such a lovely community yeah. and it's a shame when it does go to to the rocks yeah because it's just uncalled for and you know it's mm. nice for everyone to get on we're all going to be competitive we're all going to have them tendencies but it's how you portray it and it's how you yeah you know, it shouldn't be it shouldn't be done into, into in, the in the environment it be done. take it you can do it behind your own closed doors with your own family but you know that's it should right. never be done on the sidelines where people can hear because and that's when people's feelings it, get on talking to other parents about other people's kids is just uncalled for and wrong you know you shouldn't be doing that for. but um and also Talking around the boys as well. Just remember, the child's ears are always open. Yeah, they are. You might not think they're listening, um, whether it's on any level. You might not think they're listening, but if they actually bring that into their play, yeah, that's very worrying. Yeah, they do, and we've definitely and seen do, that. I've they, experienced that in yeah, different def- places. I've, I've, ex- I've experienced in grassroots that quite and a few academy times in different. 
yeah. yeah in different places i've experienced it and you know what it, one of the times it, it reduced me to tears yeah um it's sad to see that with, but you find really, that's a really lot sad. with like, the really competitive parents that unfortunately yeah, jealousy yeah. gets in and then they tell their child to act a certain way or sometimes they're just talking in the car and the, like you said the child overhears and, and if the and child plays listening, out. they'll think and again you know what children are like their loyalty lies with their mummies and daddies yeah, yeah. and if a child's told to do something or if a child's listening, yeah. they're going to try and impress. Yeah. It's a silly, you know, it's a silly thing. Like, I, I can be speaking to my mum about folding washing mm. and one day I can come back and Junior's really trying to fold this washing. <laughs> because, because he's listened to me say, yeah, it'd be really good if, if you know, I could get a bit of help with the washing and yeah. putting things away. You don't realise how impressionable we are to our negative. kids. That's how impressionable we are. And then that's where sometimes negative ears can come. We have to be careful what we say about around our kids. Whether whether it's about the way they play football or about how somebody else plays football because they could literally take that onto the pitch with them or take that into their football journey. And it can come out in a healthy way or it can come out in an unhealthy way. Um, But also... tendencies of both. Yeah, but also with like my disability i must say the parents oh. when people found out that i had a disability at first i didn't i didn't want people to know in it i just 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 my ego yeah, i wouldn't have i would never have known yeah i didn't want me. people to know so i, I would, would literally just like put up with it and not say nothing but the sometimes it got to the point where i couldn't hide it anymore but now like the parents are just so amazing like because i have to sit down most times when i'm watching a game and sometimes you know it can get a bit crowded and then i can't see and (laughs) parents will like say come sit here and i'll stand behind you or like save my seat if i'm not there They'll make, because there isn't seats there, they'll save my seat knowing that I'm the one that needs a seat. And if I can't walk properly, I get helped to walk and held up. And it's just, it's the love. And do you know what? That's beautiful to see. It's so nice to see. Yeah. That just shows the community at, you know, the community is important. It's so important to to where your journey's at. Mm. Um, I just remember the last time when my legs went in um in the academy. Um, yeah. I was sat there, so I, I wasn't too bad. I was in pain and stuff, but I was sat there, and then my legs went. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I obviously when my legs go, sometimes anxiety can well anxiety does kick in, and I'm fighting of course, wow. whether I go into panic attack because I've had many a panic attacks like in public and so it scares me when my legs go and I'm literally in my head trying to calm myself down so that I don't go into full-blown panic attack panic attack yeah and I I remember telling one of the parents my legs have gone can you get Gavin for me and they went and got Gavin and it's like I need help to the lift and stuff and it was so crowded and I just put my head down because I felt embarrassed I didn't want people asking me questions and there were kids around loads of kids and there was this one child who kept staring at me and he came up to us and was like what's wrong with her what's wrong with her and he was being nice he was being like really attentive just inquisitive yeah but he was like really really caring but because of where I was with my anxiety I just put my head down because I just felt so embarrassed and I remember saying to the parent that was helping me I don't want people asking me questions I don't want people looking at me and um she helped me down to reception and then she left and got her child and she called me on the way home and she was like I just wanted to check in and make sure you got in the car all right because Gavin had gone and got the car to bring it round to the entrance and she was like and by the way don't ever be embarrassed about what people think of you you hold your head up high and just her saying that it made me feel so so good and it, it was so just like because I just yeah. I do I, I feel really embarrassed I don't know why but I do I feel really embarrassed I don't like people but staring think, at me and I don't know I don't like yeah, answering questions if nice people say money. what's wrong no, I don't no. like answering it I just because I've had a lot of like really bad experience with my disability yeah. and so I don't really like talking about it that's why I hid it for so long I tried to hide it <laughs> yeah, but, no, no, but such that's, love that's man really, love it's love it's full on love and yeah and people if i'm standing up people the parents would be like tina sit down sit down and sometimes i'm like no 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 it's all right i just need to stand up for a little bit sometimes you're like no i want to stand up leave me alone yeah because sometimes i i I need to yeah 
yeah so and that, that's that's the reality of it all you're yeah. always going to have the you know the outstandingly good and, and it, most academies and grassroots it is that yeah but there is also there's the, the good the bad and the, the ugly as we've said ugly side yeah the good the bad and the ugly yeah and it's gonna happen wherever you go. Yeah, it doesn't matter. This is a job. Life. Yeah, it doesn't matter where it's, it is. It's anything, but in the all footballing human. community, of course, in the footballing community, it's so important to keep your your positive relationships with both parents, children, and coaches, mm. because it's only going to make your journey as a parent, as a footballer. Because I'm sure this doesn't. Academy, I'm sure it goes to I'm the sure it team. does, yeah. You have to feel comfortable. Yeah, you don't want to ostracize yourself. You don't want to do things. Yeah, you don't want to do things where people don't want to be near you or you don't want to be able to walk. No, you don't want to have to walk in somewhere and your heart is racing. Yeah. As if to say, are people uncomfortable. looking at me? Are people talking yeah, about the child? You don't want that. You don't need that. Yeah. You really don't need that. You just have to be comfortable. So it is it's really you know, important to keep them positive relationships yeah. and to also keep your mental health protected as well. Yeah. To protect yeah. yourself. Yeah. Um think about what you're I saying about people's about children what or again. what you're doing. Yeah, Be mindful of and other people's feelings. Very mindful. Very yeah. mindful of people's feelings because Especially somebody that's takes... coming in new. Be very mindful of how you approach them and how you look at them and how you treat them. Because that because first that first exactly meeting, yeah, it literally shapes the whole of the whole of it. Yeah, yeah, you know, it does. It, it shapes everything. Yeah. So I think that is that's the message and and get to know that. people as well because even even if oh, say yeah. you meet somebody and they do something that's not very nice or is a bit cold to you, you know. Don't shut them out. Still try and get to know them because, because there may be a reason why they are acting that way on that day and you don't know. It might be something completely different. They may be going through something or you, you just don't know what they're going through. So give them a bit of grace no. and try and get to know them. And you never yeah, know, a friendship may blossom from that. If it does, it does. And if it doesn't, keep it moving. <laughs> no, keep it moving. And you know what, it, again... It is okay not to want to, if you're a Jaden, it's okay if you don't want to make friendships. Exactly. You don't have you can, to. You can still, you don't have to, but you can still be polite. You Always be, be polite. Yeah. Yeah. You know, manners cost absolutely nothing. I saw my mother see Exactly. Trust me. It's true. Manners cost absolutely nothing. Yeah. And you don't have to. And you're not going to get on with everybody. Yeah, and, that's and that okay. is also fine. Yeah, we we'll keep this conversation going because um, there's other aspects of, you know, being a parent. And I'm sure there's other avenues. And if anybody's got any other avenues with parents you want us to talk about and, you know, digest, then Definitely. Uh, you know what to do. You can either email Send us at ballersmums <laughs> at gmail.com or you can leave us a DM, even leave us a voice recording. Because we're going to be doing some podcasts where we play people's comments or talk about what people have sent us. If you give us permission, we will speak on yeah. it. So, yeah, engage, yeah. engage, engage. Because we've had some brilliant engagement so far. And we want you to keep Amazing it coming. We Amazing love it. Engagement. So, definitely, anything you think is valuable, you know, your journey or start you know if you've got any questions yeah. have you ever been anywhere are you starting your journey yeah we are here to help yeah. we are here to make sure you go you know you've got the podcast to listen to yeah. you can have references off that it'll give you a feel of what you might be letting yourself in for or, and we care you know. we care about you parents and you parents are amazing because taking your children on this baller journey is not easy and we we know it because we are living it whether it's grassroots or academy or if you're just playing in um what was the ones you did Ned that you were saying uh, holiday, clubs, holiday, holiday clubs, clubs or yeah after clubs, or after school you know, clubs they're, they're just as important because the parent engagement there is exactly the same yeah you are amazing parents because you're working you 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 you're, you're, you're running your households 
and then you're doing this for your child. Keep to keep up as well, yeah. Yeah, so, so we are proud so of you and we are here for you. All the time, yeah. 24 hours yeah. <laughs> a day. <laughs> because you know what? Mental health matters. It does. It really does. And if it, if it means a little chat with us about anything you've encountered that's upset you or, you know, we've got other experiences that we can go into privately with yourself. Yeah, we are you know, here. We, we can are help. Here to we hear. can help. Yeah, we will definitely be here to encourage and uplift you because, trust me, I've needed it for myself. So I will definitely be giving it to other people. And I love to help and, others anyway. Yeah. And exactly the same on my heart. Thank you for tuning in, guys. Hope you enjoyed this uh, podcast. And uh, we will catch you on the next one. Enjoy. For more laughs. Yeah, for more laughs. We've got so much, so much content coming up. So make sure you like, comment, share, 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 share and share again. Because you and make sure you turn on any notifications because you really don't want to miss our podcast. We've got so much coming. We've got guests got so and everything. Much exciting. Yeah. yeah, we've got a lot of guests coming up, which yeah. is exciting. And we're gonna have a fun so. one as well. We're gonna have some fun coming up with our boys. So we will see you next time. Have a great week and uh enjoy. Enjoy. See you later. See you later. Bye.